Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. How has 2022, now bear in mind we're only like two weeks into it, but so far, <laughs> how has it been treating you? Um, 2022, uh, on a personal level, I've, um, I've, I've never been so busy. It just seems like everything's happened at once. Um, but for the band, um, it seems to be, uh, we're, we're kind of getting our, our, our act together and there's a lot happening towards the, because obviously, First things first, the album comes out on the 28th. Um, so we're trying to get all the last few bits um, together for that. So the first thing that we we actually discovered is that we, we can't get vinyls for the pre-order uh, pre uh, pre bundles. So it's, that was the first thing that we found out in <laughs> this year. Um, so not great. But it could it could be a lot worse. Um, we, so we're still getting CDs and stuff, but obviously we always wanted to get a vinyl. Um, but 2022, it's too early. I don't want to call it yet. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, the vinyl thing. I mean, join the club. That is that is doesn't matter what the music is or yeah, what style you play. This is worldwide. Yes, yes. I know we're not the only ones in. The, we're literally there's so many in the same boat. Um, and it's all down to a, a lack of materials. Um, which is, is which is strange. There's been a weird shortage of so many weird things, like you know, bath tap taps. Literally, that's been one. And I just, and it's just vinyls. Of course, it is. Of course, it is at this time. But we're not the only ones. We're yes. not the only one. Just add it to the pile of crap, as it were. What about um, personally, Dan? And over the past two years, the pandemic period, how have you been holding up? Um. I've kind of liked it, obviously, despite everything that's actually been happening. Um, on a personal level, it's been quite great because um, we've been able to. I've been. I've spent a lot of time in this room writing music, um, and that's kind of like number one for me. Obviously, very close second is playing shows. Obviously, and that that missed that one terribly. Mm. Um, but yeah, so. I've kind of, yeah, I've kind of enjoyed it just because I've managed to write a lot of music. I actually bought a house the day of lockdown. I bought, I bought the house that I'm in now. Um, so it gave me time to actually paint it and, and do what I need to do to it. So that was great. Um, and then obviously we've, we have managed to do a tour. So, uh, and that way, that was a massive success. We weren't expecting that whatsoever, but that would already, had already been postponed like twice. Um, so it kind of gave everybody chance to kind of know it was happening and buy tickets. So that kind of went, went for us slightly. Um, but the shows, yeah, the shows it's, it, it, it's never been the same. And like when we played, when we played our headline tour, our first ever headline tour, um, we, we'd played so many show, uh, so many songs for the first time. It, we, it honestly felt like coming back, we were a completely different band, um, which is kind of nice. It was kind of nice. So overall, it was a positive experience um, for, for me and, and the band, I guess. Um, I just wish we could have played a few more shows. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. Um, it's always fan fa fantastic to hear any positive stories come out of this particularly negative time. Do you yeah. find yourself almost feeling a bit guilty, though, when you kind of sort of talk and say, hey, you know what? 
considering how many other people have suffered, you know, that you didn't, you basically didn't. Because I know I didn't. So I have to say, I have a guilt complex over that. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think because there's a lot of people that have had it a lot worse. Yes, of course. Um, and um, obviously on the family side of it, none of us got to see our family um, as, uh, through the whole uh, COVID, the COVID period uh, some of like i've had me members of my family have covid and uh, unfortunately some of them passed away um and so obviously itself it's been absolutely terrible but like you say it's great to just get something positive out of it so we've i think i, I feel like we've done really well to like make the most of the situation that we was in no, absolutely. It kind of feels as well, like led by Lanterns and particularly the band, the unit, you've kind of ridden this wave as it were. And from my perspective, at least from an outside perspective, and maybe you can tell me if you feel the same, that you, you've come out of this period, although we're not completely out of it yet, but reaching January 2022, stronger than ever. Yeah, it actually, no, it does. It does feel like that from the inside as well. Um, and I didn't realise it until the headline tour that we'd done. So a lot of the songs, most of the time, it's literally just me in this room um, writing music or say like if Chris is working on something, um, he'll be completely on his own. Mm. Um, and so we, we wasn't expecting anything for the tour. And um, it's only after we played the tour, we were thinking, oh, wow, like our efforts are really starting to pay off. Like didn't think so, but Things are really starting to pay off and it's so, so nice because it's it feels like it's been because me and Chris started this band quite quite a while ago. Um, and I used to be the bass player back when it first started. Um, and uh, we almost we almost broke up because two members left. Um, so it was just me and Chris. Um, and then I thought, well, you know, I, I sing, so we might as well we might as well carry on if, unless you want to sing because Chris also used to sing in a band so we could have gone either way and Chris was like no I, I actually like guitar so I carried on singing uh, that's when we wrote Alive and started this whole thing and it feels like we've had a lot of setbacks mm. Covid obviously being the pandemic being the, the main the main one uh, but we weren't on our own with that one so um, but yeah no it does it does and then after the tour we, we started selling a lot more tickets than we were used to. Um, and it actually, it was off the back of a Mallory Knox tour that we did. So Mallory Knox's last tour, uh, we were lucky enough to do main support and we asked them for advice. What, what And this was all pre-COVID. Um, and they mentioned doing a headline tour, even though you don't feel ready for it. And we were like, really? And they were like, yeah, it might flop, but it will go. It will go. It was the best thing that we ever did. So we did that. But then COVID happened and then months went by and we were having to postpone the tour. And eventually it started to snowball. And by the time we managed to, we'd managed to time the tour so well for things reopening. And everyone was so like, we all had this new wave of like appreciation for the, for the whole, for the whole industry. We missed every part of it. We missed sleeping on the floors of strangers house. We missed like just the setting up and the loading in the loading out. Um, and yeah, so it, for me, it's, it's not only been great and we feel like we've kind of like flourished th through the, the, the pandemic, but it also has given us a whole new outlook on it as well, which is just as well for us. Do you think that's something, that outlook is something you'll be able to keep 
in your heads as you as we go forward, say in five years time, when we kind of hopefully reflect on this period and go, wow, wasn't that a crazy time? Yeah. You'll still be able to have that positive mindset. Um, I, yeah, because I think it's just going to be really hard to forget. I think this is, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I joined a band for the first time when I was 13 and mm -hmm. I'm 30 now. And so it's all I've really ever done. And um, I've, I've, I, lo I love it more now than I ever have done. And that this the, the pandemic and, 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 and the isolation it's that's that it's gonna be so hard to forget so I, I do feel like yeah i don't think i'm gonna have to remind myself too much about how great it is what we're doing um will, will paralysis kind of serve as a reminder as well now there's an expectation almost that any band or artist that would have written a record during covid during pandemic period unless they've openly said it's themed around something else covid will have influenced the record in some potential way is yeah. that the case with uh, you guys in this new album? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think strongly as well. Uh, it was actually weirdly because we, we we actually host a Twitch channel um, on uh, on a, every Wednesday or most Wednesdays when we can make it, um, and we talk we talk to a lot of people. And I actually mentioned this um, on our last on our last stream, and I was thinking, well, what songs wouldn't we have if it weren't for the pandemic right um and somebody rightly so just said well you have got a song called fever that is about the pandemic i was like well yeah that's one um but there was a there was another song catacombs um i i remember being in here and feeling like um because that song's about writer's block maybe that had a change because not in the normal circumstances the guys that have got together and bounced ideas off but because right. the band lived on zoom calls and um, WhatsApp message, group chat. Um, it kind of, it did limit you ever, ever so slightly. And I wonder if that, so I do feel like there's a lot changed um, because of it. I think there's a, there's a lot of influence on actually just being on your own. And that actually as well, it's very uh, mental health orientated, this album. And I think a lot of that, um, sometimes when I start to feel stuff, I just need to get it down. So like songs are kind of like a bit of a diary for me that I can just sort of jot things down. And it kind of feels like... Um, it's a great thing to look back on for me. So um, it's de definitely, definitely. I think um, mental health was a big thing for a lot of people, um, me especially. And uh, so I feel like I, we, we jotted that down in the in the album. Well, that's awesome. And that exploration of mental health on this release. I mean, obviously, it's very, very welcome, if not a, a difficult subject to explore. How personal yeah. is this record? Uh, there's some songs that are very personal. Um, other other songs on there. So like um, alive when I first when I first wrote alive, this was a, a while ago. Um, I actually wrote this song for someone else to sing, our old singer. Thinking to myself, well, it's a way of me just kind of getting this feeling out, and someone else can sort of just answer the questions about it. But then I ended up being the singer. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So for instance, alive was sort of about wanting to feel a certain way and just sort of waiting for something to happen for me to feel better and I kind of felt like when's the day gonna come that I start to feel better about just anything like I, I don't feel as happy as I should do and after talking to quite a few fans um even before this song was out I realized that that was something that we a lot of people feel it I really felt alone I really felt like I was on my own. I really felt like there was something wrong with me. Um, I even went to get help at one one stage. I really felt like it was just me. 
and actually only because I'd opened up about these things. I started talking and we started and uh, we, we, we have a discord channel uh, where a lot of our fans talk to each other and they're always there to help each other. And it's amazing how much, how much alike we are. Um, and so that's why we carried on with the whole mental health theme as we went through the album, because the relief I felt realizing that everybody is kind of in the same boat with that mm. um, was, was really, really eye opening for me. And it kind of helped me get through a lot of the things that I've, I've got through. So we kind of stay, we stuck with that. Has it always been easy for you to express these feelings and thoughts and put them into song? Or is this something that is getting stronger and easier for you to do, particularly as we reach this new album? Yeah. Um, I've always, I've always struggled to talk about a lot of stuff um, in, the, uh, in the typical toxic masculinity type of way. Like I've always struggled to sort of open up, um, you know, uh, it's kind of like not the... The upbringing, I mean, I think the upbringing that I had, um, we never really spoke about how our feelings, you know, uh, as much as we should, I feel like we all realise this now. And like, I think, you know, the men in my family now, we kind of do open up to, to each other now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, def it's definitely getting getting easier. But I always, that's that's kind of the reason why I got into music into the f in the first place, or at least writing music. So I always found that a bit easier um, to kind of just, just put it down in, in a song and sort of it felt like a, a checkpoint that I'd, I'd reached. And at least I could just look back back at it and go, ah, see, that's a reminder. Don't let your head get away with itself, you know, that sort of thing. Do you see it as important for Led by Lanterns to basically use your platform to highlight these subjects? And are you encouraged by what is realistically a changing conversation in music about them? We are talking a lot more about mental health, particularly on the music side of things. Yeah, um, yeah, um, it's it's something that we've, we we do talk to our fans about. Obviously, we're not professionals; we don't give out any advice or anything like that. Awesome. Um, but I do feel like opening up a conversation. I've only ever seen really like I've only ever seen good things happen from communication. Um, one of the best things that we ever did: we started. Uh, um, uh, we've got. Um, it's a Patreon. It's called the the Lanterns Alliance. Um, sorry if I've jumped forward to a question that he was going to ask. Sorry. Um, but within that, uh, we have something where we talk about mental health, uh, and we uh, it, it's called Inner Demons, and uh, it's something where us guys open up about things that have happened to us in the past or feelings that we've had um, at Snake, our drummer, he's gone through quite a few personal things himself and he's quite open with himself, uh, open with everybody in the Lanterns Alliance. Um, and everybody in the comments start opening up about similar experiences they had. And I just feel like that's really rewarding. And I've only ever seen really good things happen from people talking. Yeah, that's incredible. It really is. Um... The three things you've mentioned so far, particularly Twitch, your Patreon and Discord, we'll get to a little bit more about later on. Fortunately, yeah. I haven't preempted anything yeah. uh, on that front. Um, but what's interesting, what I'd like to ask is, um, so in that, for example, the Patreon, uh, the Alliance, and someone says to you, well, look, guys, uh, you know, I'm struggling and so on. What, what have you guys done as a unit led by Lanterns to help you get by? What, what, what kind of advice would you give? It's really hard to give advice. I've actually had to put a, a disclaimer that to say that like just before the, the obviously we put a lot more other things in that it, it 
because the the lanterns alliance is is a, like a paid uh, uh, subscription That's and it, obviously yeah. it's kind of like oh we had to be really careful like oh hang on this isn't advice this is just an extra thing um so it's really hard we try not to give advice mm-hmm. um other than if, if we've kind of gone through a similar thing ourselves maybe what we've done that's yep. why i feel like it's just important for people to just share their own experiences rather than try to guess what other people are going through because it's so subjective to you know what i go through might be something completely different to what say you go through and even just talking about our own experiences could help you and so it's hard to kind of give advice but i think the guys within that community um they're really good at at being there for each other like they they um there was there's one girl who hasn't been to one of our shows for a long time she actually lives in germany and it was kind of getting her down so they all chipped in and and put money together for her to fly over when we did um a last minute uh festival um we actually i think it was the last show that we played um so it's just like and that really like helped her and it was just something it was rather than advice it was just something that they can do and i tell you what they 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 are it's such a close-knit community and it's so nice to see and um we we didn't set out for that we didn't set out to do that it just happened and it's so nice and we're trying to protect that and, and and make and help that grow Absolutely, it's incredible. A simple thing that you just—you're not alone, right? Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And the album, going back to that, obviously it features some hefty guests, namely Soft Colts, Mercedes, Arn Horn, Trash Boats, Toby Duncan, and Waved. These collaborations were these natural things, e.g., you already knew each other, you discussed and talked, or was it something that was more experimental? And you were like, "Hey, this singer is really great." In the case of say Mercedes, and we want to get her in this song uh yeah i think i think it was a little bit of both we kind of um because chris works in the industry so he obviously knows quite a few people who's worked with all of these artists and um i think for the first one um toby obviously we we've we've known toby for years really nice guy Re- uh, trash boat really nice guys um and we ha- we had a part that i i'd done vocals for and i thought we need somebody with a bit more clout, I think. And obviously to- Toby really fit that bill. And that was the first. And to be quite honest, that was the only one that we were going to do until we wrote good enough. And um, we thought, okay, because that's a very, that's a, almost the opposite, very soft song um, and exactly the same reason. So Mercedes hopped on for that. And actually she wrote the part that she sings, she wrote. And with that song, it's it's a super personal uh, song for me so that song was actually written um for my girlfriend because uh I, I know that i can be a pain i know that i can be a pain and sometimes i'm up here um pulling my hair out because i can't quite get the song right or um and i know that it makes it kind of hard for for her to live with me and so i wanted to write this song and i felt like i needed to express something and then she wrote that that verse i it was just a complete okay just just try just try something and so she did, and she came back with it, and it was perfectly written. It fits so well with the song. Um, so, and then the the waved, the waved feature was actually uh, it's a friend of friend of mine that they're they're a dance group, and mm. I had featured on one of their songs, um, and I, I I felt like it with six feet down. I really want to do something different after the second chorus, something that we had never done before. Um, 
so a little bit more of a dancier sort of feel just because why not it you know it, it anything that sort of turns heads is a, is a good thing whether it's it sounds good or not but um it ended up being I, I feel like it ended up being really cool uh and so it, again that was in the middle of the, all the the lockdown and it was again a, a whatsapp whatsapp text message saying hey I've got a verse chorus verse chorus do you fancy doing something weird with this section um and that's exactly what they did um and they nailed it to be quite honest did you find yourself quite encouraged by that level of experimentation yeah I actually really enjoy working with other people um I've always felt myself I've always found myself quite um secluded in this little room and sort of but actually reaching out to other artists and just seeing what they can do it's it's amazing how I could write a I could write a chorus and send it to somebody else without without any vocals on and they would come up with something I'd never even thought of and it's a complete and it's a completely different song like it changes everything um it's definitely something I'd like to do whether it be features or just something you know help writing or uh, or or even myself I'd love to help other bands write that's something that now once this album comes out that's something that I'll probably be offering newer bands you know maybe do you want me to write a chorus for you yeah, that's, that's it's kind of it's kind of nice to sort of work together. I, I feel like um, there's when I grew up in me in the music industry, I, there was a lot of there was a lot of competition, and it felt like if there was anybody better than our band, it was like oh god, you know. <laughs> and then <laughs> if it, so, it's kind of like really nice to just now just work with each other. You're less sort of stamping on each other's fingers to uh, yeah. hold each other down and more about building each other up, particularly as obviously the industry's changed so much since uh, yes. when, when, yeah. when you were a kid, yeah. Have you found a response to the single so far? The nightmare factory that can often be the YouTube comment section of a video. I don't look. <laughs> oh, you never looked? Okay, I spent some time going through the videos earlier on and universally positive it's actually really really great okay. to read so it do you not look because of the fact it can be quite horrible it can be it can be so there's the some um some social media sites are worse than others instagram for for us has always been super positive um and there were that i think for one of the songs i think there were a few things oh that was it i think it was uh, our song disconnected there were a few people on there that sort of mentioned how it wasn't kind of that to their liking um and that is a little bit cheesy for them which is absolutely fine Copy. i find it a little bit cheesy i'm not gonna lie i find it a little bit cheesy but um yeah so like it, it kind of like makes it harder to get back on it, it just kind of like knocks your ego a little bit and you're like oh no so i do try to turn off somewhat it's only i'm only like that because because i care so much and i want i want everyone to like the music and i know that's completely impossible so it's i'm trying to manage my self expectations here and it's kind of like not really so i, I do sometimes just stay away from it I imagine by the way you talk that you've got a bit of a love-hate uh, relationship with social media in general. Now, considering what you've told us already, and we're talking about Patreon, we're talking about the Twitch, we're talking about Discord as well. There are forms of social media, yeah. obviously not quite in the way of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But considering how personal and open you are about yourself, the melding of that and the professional side of being in a band led by Lanterns is it easy to separate them or have they just kind of melded into one and you just now have to go with it? I feel that I feel like obviously social media can be a good thing. 
It definitely can be. Uh, we've seen probably more good things than than bad um, in in terms of the the band, obviously. Uh, but no, I obviously it just made it all everything what we do with social media it just made it possible. So if you know the the tight knit community, most of them live in different countries. They they don't all live in the UK, um, and a lot of them haven't met each other yet. And um, and sometimes at shows they'll meet for the first time and it's such a nice thing. Um, so it, yeah, it's definitely, it, there's definitely a place for it. I think, I feel like that's why the, the Lanterns Alliance for us is such a nice, nice place because it's, it's the only, the only people in there really want to be in there. Like Facebook's free, Instagram's free, Twitter's free, and you can say or do what you want. Um, but with, with the Lanterns Alliance and the discord, um, it's kind of like a safe safe space. You know, there's a lot of very like-minded people in there that have a place to go that is actually away. And it's almost like spending time with your friends yeah. after kind of like being at work all day and having to deal with awkward customers. It's kind of like that sort of feeling. And so, when, if it, you know, the, disc, the Discord's kind of like a nice place to go. It's, the, I'd imagine it's the dream of most band, which is a community that's thriving on its own. That doesn't require you to be standing in the middle with one that side, one that side, and yeah. you need the, the glue, but that you've created this community. And that's the word, community. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're very self-sustainable. I feel like if the band, which we're not going to, but like if the band just <laughs> decided to, to break up tomorrow, those guys would stay friends, 100%. That They've got each other's back. And that's such a nice feeling, like... No pressure for us, like, but like, it's um, yeah, it's such a nice feeling to know that that's actually like we are in the middle of that somehow, and they've managed to come together. It's, it's really cool. It is. It really, really is. You know what else is cool? Segway into obviously, we got this tour at the end of January. So paralysis is the twenty eighth, and then the 29th, yes. you've the got 29th. this lovely UK tour running through to the fifth of Feb. I think you've got what one day off, right, in between? Yes, yeah. I believe it is the fourth. Yes, yeah. Okay. So it's a busy, busy one. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling about getting out and about? Um, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Normally I get really nervous and I'm sure that will come. Um, but the, again, the, that new level of appreciation, there's not a part of me. There's not one bit of the tour that I'm thinking, oh, it just weren't for, the, for this. It'd be so, you know, the, it, everything, everything's fun. And all, normally me, me and Chris or me or Chris drive on the tour um this so this is the first tour that we've actually got somebody else driving the van so yeah which is like it's like that's that's like a checkpoint for us that's great um it, they come in little little kind of waves like these new things that sort of like oh things are getting things are getting a bit easier um no i don't want to update my flash right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so obviously we're not driving which allows us four to be in the back and, and to organize things a lot better mm. and a lot, you know, and we want to make, we want to make use of the time. So normally we would probably just have as much fun as we can on tour, but as things are getting a little bit more serious, we kind of thought, right, how can we make this time worth more? You know, obviously we've got the Patreon to, to think of as well. So we need to think of content to, to go into there. Um, so we want to make the actual time. So the tour, isn't just the shows for us i'm actually super excited because it's 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 a lot of things that we're going to be doing and it's all going to kind of be in that little conference conference room in the back of the van you know just sort of planning ideas and kind of getting our heads together because even after sort of i mean we're not in a lockdown now but it's still kind of hard to get together 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's we're not quite out of it, and you know, there's a whole new variant we need to take into consideration now. Um, I guess that's the only only thing, the only downside to this tour is obviously COVID's still a thing, and our own safety and other people's safety are are you know it's 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 one of the main things we've got to think yeah. about. Um, and we don't want to put anybody at risk. Um, and so it's, it's, it's kind of hard because like normally it's nice to like see people and be like, Hey, and give them a big hug. But if you do that every, every day, you, you know, you, what do you do? What do you do? Mm. But that's the, that's the only thing that um, is making us feel a little bit iffy about the tour. But oh, man, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no answer. There's no easy answer to it. Um, you know, I went to a show in November that was one of the few of 2022 and the front man, you know, at the end, uh, to kill Achilles, if you know them, uh, you know, he was like, oh, I'm going to stand there and if you want to give me a hug, you can. And the queue got really, really long just to hug yeah. him. It's kind of like, yeah. it's lovely, but you're right. Like now you've got to take this, this new account. If you do that and get sick on the first day of the tour. Yeah. It's, it's literally, you know, you know what? Like if you want a hug, come to Leeds. Cause I'll be hugging everybody in Leeds. <laughs> That's the last show. So it doesn't matter. Like I'll be fine. And you, I mean, hopefully you guys will be as well, but um but yeah, on the last on the last show, it'd be nice to actually like give people a hug, right? Uh, I, hope, I hope you get some. I hope you get some. I mean, momentum is so important as well. So you know, the album, the tour, and while it's not so much about making plans or tell us what you're doing for 2022, it's more of the general feel of things. This feels like big. This feels like a big moment for Led by Lanterns, building upon what's been happening in the COVID times in the last two years to this, the beginning of January, well, the end of January, but the beginning of 2022 and the album and the tour, it just feels like so much momentum behind you. Behind you. How are you going to be able to keep that going through 2022, do you think? I feel like we're, we're, we're on our way to, to, to handling that. I feel like, um, so we've got a whole new system. So our old system, just to put it very briefly, um, was we wanted to release enough songs to make an album. Mm. Um, and we record all our own thing, our, our own stuff. We get it mixed by a, a friend of ours called Jules. Um, and again, kind of hard to get together to record. But thanks to technology, we can actually all record separately. So, and it's kind of like a new thing that we're going to do. So like, um, I'm going to write a song here track as much as I can here um which is kind of like that's kind of what takes the most time kind of trying to get everybody together to sort of do these things but we're, we all have the technology to do it and we all have computers we have so we're all just gonna do it from home and then so hopefully that makes it easier to because mm. my main focus for next year well the, sorry this year the rest of this year is to release a lot of music oh wow um, and I feel quite confident about it. I feel like we've we've already started ri- writing s- some music, some songs. Um, some of the songs are very, very different. Mm. Um, we don't want to keep writing the same. I think that's a big fear of mine. I don't want to ever write the same, same music unless people only want to hear that. Then, then <laughs> I'm 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 down for that. But obviously, just I want to challenge myself in certain ways. So it's I want to write different kinds of music. You're really. an artist, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it it. it well, that's how I want to see it anyway. I want to see like I don't want to be just writing the same stuff because people. I think people do cotton on if you just find a formula and then just stick to it. I do. I do feel like people get people think, 
you know, it kind of sounds like their last album. And it's always like a, a bit sad to hear because there's a lot of bands that do do that. And even though they're, they're great, it's like some of my, fa- my favourite bands, I won't mention who, but, <laughs> but oh, some of my favourite bands, um, <laughs> that they kind of do, they, they, they've, they found a formula that works and they stick with it. Um, and so we kind of want to mess that up a little bit going forward. And so far, I mean, we've written a few songs for it. Obviously, I don't want to jump too far forward, but um, we've uh, we've written a few songs, and um, I'm really excited to hear what people think of that because it's there's some people that are going to hate it, <laughs> but one but that's favorite- how it is. That's all we can. That's yeah. What else can you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And say no more because one of my favorite things is always talking with any artist or band when it's part of a a, a pre pre album release interview and stuff like that is naturally you have maybe not mentally moved on, but ultimately the music is written, it's there, it's just about release now. So you might be working on new stuff. So talking to you about what's about to come out might not always be the most interesting thing when you've got so many exciting things going on right now. But regardless of that, it is Paralysis first on January 28th and the UK tour, of course, all of that stuff. Sean, can't wait. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, It's it's been fun. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?